Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Welcome to the latest episode of Swinging Through Spider-Man. I'm James. That's Brad. Each week we read through the amazing Spider-Man in order. The catches, we've never read it before. Um, how are you enjoying it so far, Brad? I am very much into this. Like I felt like this new affinity for Spider-Man like I've never felt before. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. It's... um. Uh, he's always popular. I don't think there's anyone out there who really hates Spider-Man. And if they do hate Spider-Man, I think they're just trying too hard. Yeah, if, 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 right? if, yeah I definitely agree. If, if you hate Spider-Man, I don't think you really know what the spirit of Spider-Man is about. You don't have a goddamn brain. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we riff on him hard, but that that comes from a place of love. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what happened last time? Uh, last time... Spider-Man got his ass kicked by the lizard and then returned the ass-kicking favour. Am I correct? And he did, yeah. Yeah, he cured the lizard as well. So the lizard is Dr. Kirk Connors. And Peter Parker, of course, the amazing Spider-Man, knows a fair bit about science. So he was able to restore Kirk Connors' his actual form. Yeah. Um, he froze him in a train carriage, brought him back to New York, and uh, restored him. Drag- dragged him off one-armed. I think that's about it. I think the only subplot that matters is that Pete's co-worker at the newspaper, the Daily Bugle, the bloke Fred Foswell, he wants to follow Pete because he believes Pete will lead him to Spider-Man. Well, he's not wrong. He's bang right. Um, we'll resolve that in this one. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it is it really a spoiler alert when you've got when you're reading a comic that's decades old? Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, I would like to use this platform to say uh, a big fuck you to Fallout 76. <laughs> no, guys, you don't understand. Me and you have been hunting this. <laughs> we love Fallout. And it's clear enough about this podcast that we, we refer to Fallout a lot. I fucking despise this game. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's just every time I go to play it, there is something wrong with it. <laughs> I've had three chances to play it, properly sit down and play it. I've played it once. For two hours. The thing is, guys, guys, I can't stress how much <laughs> I can't stress how much like seething hate Jamo has because I get text messages in the middle of the night just saying "fuck." But no, oh, said, no, no. The, said, the other day, we we'll sit down and play on Monday. We we'll <laughs> sit down and play. And what happened? They, they said there's a forty gig patch. <laughs> That's bigger than the fucking game. <laughs> oh. Honestly, he was sending me like, like death threats towards to- Tom Had- Howard. <laughs> so good. You know, no, fuck that geezer. Shove the pit boy up his ass. <laughs> oh, nah, but um, fuck that game. Um, I hope it gets better. I'm gonna we're gonna play it after this if it, if it's fucking available to play. If it's ready. If anyone's available to play it with us, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, our own little <laughs> yeah. spider squad on the go. 
yeah, PS4. I know it's not cross-platform. I know it's only on PS4. Um, but if you want to play that like, terrible, terrible game with us. Um, although although that being said, we're asking for audience participation, but nobody responded towards the Kurt Connors um, and outro blank conversation. I'll put, put that up as well. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody got into it. She just went, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you laugh, you're laughing, you say lol, but really you did this. Yeah, that exact <laughs> thing. Oh yeah, that happened. I was gonna do it, but then even I went, nah, fuck it, no one, no one cares. Yeah, I think we might may have misjudged that because I was like, I, I tried to do it. I was like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if you're anything like me and you're a normal average person, then um, nah. nah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but thank you anyway for uh, indulging us. I guess just letting us put it out there without any any. Uh, any hate or anything <laughs> so yeah thank you just someone saw it and just went no instant unfollow yes um we're four minutes four minutes 20 into this podcast so uh what better time to get into the uh the episode sorry uh about hating on fallout but I, it's just giving me such a headache um we're on issue 46 now of the amazing spider-man of course written by the late stan lee and uh john ramita senior all went out man. the comic yeah pull one out big man stan still can't believe that Gone, but never Still forgotten. Fresh, isn't it? Yeah. Still fresh. Um, issue 46, mate. It's the uh, Sinister Shocker. So a famous Spider-Man villain we both know of because he's big. He's fucking big in the video games. Yeah, big boy. You fa- I think you face him in almost every single video game. You must have. Yeah, it's big, big. Uh, he even had a, uh, a small cameo in the Homecoming movie, didn't he? I oh, yeah, believe so. And uh, he is in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Um, he's a bit more electric This is one thing we'll come on to, but he's a bit more electric in the uh, yeah in the PS4 game. From, from what I got from the animated series, he was all about the electricity. Yeah, we'll definitely come on to that. We'll definitely come on to that. But it starts with uh, Spider-Man. He's in a sling, remember? He got injured fighting the lizard, so he's in a sling. His left arm's in a sling. He's doing his routine patrol of New York City. He's on the wall. The wall starts vibrating. And it knocks him a bit senseless. He's like, "What? This ain't this ain't right." No, the walls don't just don't don't tend to vibrate. Yeah, earthquakes don't happen in New York City, surely. Surely not. You know that's on the San Andreas fault. <laughs> that's across the country. And um, no, it's vibrating. He falls off the wall, and he's like, "That's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all." An investigation. So it gets into it real really quickly as well, which is you know the whole genre meeting, Stan Lee thing. They go bang. Yeah, so does should straight in. Although. <laughs> The problem with these kind of comics is it really messes with my noodle because I'm every week I try to kind of guess what happens in between and like how much time has passed. But this feels like it's like on the bounce. Like Spider-Man's put the lizard away and this is like could possibly be the same day. It's, it's definitely close because he's in a sling. Mm. So like make up your mind, man. How many, how many days pass in between a comic? I reckon it's about a day. Some, Clearly, some prison sentences between some of these comics must be like hours. I've changed my mind from ten days to literally hours. Yeah, it's like you know in GTA when you get busted and then like you just walk out the police station like instantly. Yeah, you just have like six fewer bullets. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, on investigation, Spider-Man finds out these vibrations have been caused by a new crook. He calls himself the Shocker. And he has these gloves, these gauntlets that allow him to like right. forward shocking vibrations of each punch. Full disclosure, I think the shocker looks sick as fuck. 
like legit one of my favorite outfits from most of these villains. I don't I don't know. He looks like if Hulk Hogan was a cushion. Nah, it's that that quilting is just sick. Like it's so cool. It's like soundproofing. He looks like soundproofing. Yeah, that makes sense. The concept of soundproofing. The concept. The concept like like there's like a thousand like. YouTubers just running after him like, we love you. <laughs> so he has his gauntlet to allow him to vibrate. And this is where my confusion comes in because the entire time I've known Shocker and, you know, in the, he's big in the Spider-Man games, which is mine and Brad's introduction to the character, is that he was electric. Yeah, that's... I genuinely thought he his power was electricity. But that being said, I did I did always think this because obviously you got Electra, like old old Twinkle Face, and then you got the Shocker at the same time. I always thought that was a bit weird to have two electric based villains. Not saying that they couldn't just start up their own like British Gas or something. But <laughs> you know what he is? He's like the power is. Literally, you know those trick pens, and you push it down, and it buzzes oh, you. God, yeah, and it's not electric; it just, it just vibrates. vibrates. Yeah, yo, yeah, that's the, that's that, that's his power. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not obviously an electric shock because it would that would be illegal. It could put someone out. That could. Well, yeah, like if a pen, it could destroy your pacemaker and shit like that. He just does that, like a buzzy pen vibrates thing. real fast. You know those joke. Yeah, those joke pens. You know, you know what, you know what joke. You know what practical joke is not to be laughed at. You know the uh, the old chewing gum, chewing gum with like a spring trap on the other side of it. Mm. Mate, re- he just writes my fingers off every time, and every time I fall <laughs> for it, like some sort of twat. How do you fall for it? It's just such. It's like Acme brand. Fucking you know what? You know why, mate? I am a slut for a good piece of chewing gum. <laughs> You're a rube. I am a rube. <laughs> So Spider-Man, he gets to work on the Shocker. He takes him as a bit of a joke. Um, he's no match for the Shocker. He's no match. Well, the, shock, the Shocker gets the work, man. Well, the Shocker can punch him from across the room, fire the vibrations, basically. He can just put his fists out, click them, and bang. Spider-Man's in the, on the floor. Oh, God. That, that is... Because I'd imagine it's pretty instantaneous as well. Like I know that bullets are instantaneous, but... You know when Android 16 shoots his fist off? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. But the vibration—it's okay. just a vibration. Of course, Spider-Man can't use his left arm, so he's—he's he's just not—you know—he—he ain't he with it. He's knocked out with a double punch shocker. Puts both fists together, clicks them in. Oh, not just two punches, like two like vib- two vibro punches, vibro man. punches, man, like vibrating his molecules, molecules in his body. Yeah, you, so you can't beat up on the disabled like that. That's what you know. He's one. He's got one arm down. Ah, oh, his artwork's so good. Yeah, he you really feel that. Yeah. Cause like in the background he's getting punched through a wall at the same. Oh mate. He's down, hit the the shocker just takes it and runs off. But he gets up and he's like, Well, oh, that could have gone worse. And he's like, he's alright. He's like all right with Because he knows he knows how this goes from now on. He's just like, Yeah, that was just round That's one. Maturity. That was round one. He's like <laughs> he gets up and his arms like all fucking backwards and shit. He's like, Well, at least I got my health. <laughs> see that's maturity that's character growth usually he's like he won't go outside for six days yeah he's got to go cry about it for a whole issue yeah now he's got up and went oh well I'm one arm down that could have went worse I'll get him next time yeah definitely he's, don't get me wrong he's a bit annoyed but it's like oh well that could have went a lot worse I found my lucky stars for that one 
it could have literally been killed, you know. Um, explosions kill you, not necessarily by shrapnel and stuff, but the vibration, it sh- shakes your brain. Oh, I didn't know that. Cranium. Yeah, Jellify was it in that? Ooh. Ooh. That's how it gets you, mate. That's how it gets you. I'm, not, I'm no scientist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Because I miss Buster so if them fucking patches. Ah, yeah, those G-Shock patches. Yeah, if Spider-Man had a few of them, they'd be broken. Oh, definitely. So he goes off. He's took photos. You know, the Spider-Man shtick is, um, for new listeners, is he goes and takes photos of the encounters, win, lose, draw. He has a camera set up. Not the not the, not the uh, crotch camera that he used to have. It's like he has an automatic camera to take panoramic images of it that he puts in the general area. Yeah. Yeah, we we assume he does that now. I'm, he, he does. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say this as well for any new listeners. I know I do re- alliterate this quite often. Peter Parker is not an heroic person. He's in it for the money. Oh, that that comes up in a big way. You know, a way we need to discuss. Um, Jameson crosses the fucking line. To be frank, so he heads off the to sell the pictures to his boss, um, Jay Jonah Jameson, who we've just mentioned. But as he's walking, this is Peter. As he's walking down the road. He's passed by his mate, Harry Osborne, in Harry Osborne's car. <sighs> Harry Osborne just goes curb crawling, like for Pete Donnelly, because this is the second time in two issues. He's like leaned out his car window <laughs> and honked at him. <laughs> Could you imagine him just slowly creeping past in his fucking big old fucking Cadillac? <laughs> but this is proper curb crawling, isn't you it? You see those fucking those cornrows just creeping into your peripheral vision. <laughs> Like uh oh Pete, uh, I I didn't expect to see you on the on the streets, but I mean if if you're selling, I'm buying. <laughs> Come on, sweet cheeks, get in. <laughs> Funnily enough, Harry has quite the offer for Pete. Not along those lines. Well, to be fair, he was speaking a few issues ago about getting Pete to help his dad in Oscorp, wasn't he? One up. He's gonna back to one up that offer. Ooh. Since it takes him so long to get to uni each day, his dad, Harry's dad, Norman, has paid for a flat in New York City. Naturally. Oh, naturally. There's a spare room. Ah. Harry doesn't like being alone. And he's getting on with Pete now. Like, they've yeah, been getting on for what seems to be a few months. They, they started off as sort of like, uh, the term I'd use as frenemies. Yeah, and then Harry got a bit, uni sad boy yeah when his uh dad didn't like him he got like sad and uh pete connected with him over that and it's been oh, groovy since i was about to say when when that when that issue came out it, for the people that didn't um tune into it uh we, we found out that harry osborne's dad norman osborne was the green goblin and uh the reason how come he was the green goblin is because he wanted to smush anybody who was going to uh come in between you know him Oscorp's success and just basically wanted to make the world a better place for Harry Osborne, whose mother died when he was very young. So it all sort of stems from these guys knowing what it's like to lose parents because obviously Norman Osborne's off doing Green Goblin shit. He's never around. No, he isn't. So uh, he wanted to kind of crush every the competition and just basically buy the love of his son. Mm, which backboards because like harry osborne sends off a letter to like santa every year and like the top of the list is just time with my dad yeah and his dad takes him to like the yankees game in an executive box tells him to sit down shut the fuck up and watch the baseball (laughs) quite literally literally 
Um, but there's a spare room in Harry's flat paid for by Norman. And Harry wants Pete to move in with him. Pete kind of stumbles. He's like, I can't, re- you know, I don't want to leave my aunt and I can't afford it. Harry says, son, you didn't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the moments where he leans over, tilts his glasses onto the bridge of his nose. It's like, oh, I'll look after you. I'll be your sugar daddy. Yeah, quite, quite literally. He says, uh, just move in. You know, it's rent free. I've got a spare flat. We're getting on. You probably smell a bit better than Flash Thompson. So come along. Why not? That's that's an absolute like, slew against Tom, Flash Thompson. <laughs> I made that up. He didn't <laughs> oh, say that. I was that. about to say. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them because that's the sort of banter that these guys have. Pete accepts. He just says, oh, I need to talk this through with Aunt May. He believes his Aunt May is dependent on him. The trouble is, his Aunt May isn't dependent on him. She's actually planning to move out herself. And the irony is that she believes Pete depends on her. Oh, the sweet, sweet irony. That goes back a few issues as well. It does. I, think, if you I do remember. Yeah, it does. Harry also wants to set up a double date. He wants Mary Jane Watson, Pete and Gwen Stacy to go on a date together. Pete doesn't really understand the arrangements. <laughs> I, I don't understand the arrangements of that either. <laughs> <laughs> he says the next time you see Mary Jane we'll get Gwen and we'll go on a double date but last we saw Harry was kind of on a date with Mary Jane Pete and Gwen don't really get on that well not anymore but then but then again there's been a fire lit in Gwen's like tummy because she's seen Mary Jane instantly hated her so she's going to be jealous of her and want Pete I think you know what I think it is I think Harry's like well we'll all, we'll all go out We'll all get drinks. We'll come back to my apartment. And then whatever happens, happens. You know, just, just, just throwing it out there. Just, just throwing it out there. Just Pete is very much on the substitutes bench here. <laughs> <laughs> just tagging. No, he's just um, like the designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> that gets Pete. Uh, he's a bit. He gets to him a bit. He's like. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, man, because I don't know where I'm... Pete just starts screaming in the middle of the fucking street, like, I don't know, it's all too much. He, in this situation, assuming it's a normal double date, he doesn't necessarily lose, he, he wins, he definitely wins, but he also loses. Yeah, well... But he's either going to be with Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy, because Harry's going to... Both eligible. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm still till Team Liz Allen. Yeah, you know, put one out for Liz Allen and Betty Brandt here. <laughs> but Harry gets his... I don't like to say it that way, but Harry gets his pick, Ooh. essentially. And Pete's kind of just there. Looking for scraps. He doesn't get his pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to describe it as scraps, because it's not scraps. But um, it, it, I think the, the power dynamics are off balance there for him. Yeah. But that gets to him a bit. But he must go on and continue with his job. So uh, he brushes off Harry and goes to sell his pictures of the shocker encounter to Jameson. Now, this is where Jameson crosses the line, I feel. Um, Jameson calls him a Shylock for asking for more money. Um, if you don't know, Shylock is the fucking um, Jewish money lender in the, the Merchant of Venice. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know how comfortable but, I was. But that. to be fair, that isn't a reflection upon Stan Lee. That's a reflection upon the character he's created. 
you're not supposed to like him. Definitely. And you know what? Pete, I don't know how the character is. Like, um, I, I did some reading into him, and people are kind of very much on the fence about the character of Shylock in, in Shakespeare. So I don't know, but I felt that was pre- a very direct hit from Jameson. Definitely not from Stan Lee, but very much so from Jameson. Yeah. And it would be typical of Jameson, you know, red-blooded, red-blooded American, very vocal about his politics. Yeah, that, very it's more so very offhanded, anti-PC, offhanded comment from him, really, without even. Yeah, this is just a day in the life of Jameson. Is 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 the kind is the kind of guy that just goes, but it's a joke. Yeah, two, he'll put two and two together, and he will nail that. He will hit that hammer right on the head into the ground. But then again, we, me and you have said our things about Peter Munner. It's true. It yeah, is fucking true. It is true. <laughs> Uh, it's very true <laughs> but Jameson hits it on the head uh, Pete eventually leaves with his rays and the cash the greens the reddies fat stacks but 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 little does he know as he leaves the Daily Bugle he's been followed by Fred Foswell who wants to follow him to see if Parker will lead him to Spider-Man is this Fred Foswell or Patch as Patch Patch of course he's all, patch. alter ego it's just a bloke in a mask with an eye patch it's literally Mike Myers. <laughs> it's like a fucking background character in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> you know, it'd be even worse if he was if he was like like even worse than Mike Myers. He was just like Slipknot. Oh, like Corey Taylor. Like Corey Taylor. <laughs> just like he doesn't even look like a person. It's just like this is a this is a fucking mask. <laughs> like he sticks his tongue out of it. So blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that New York heat as well. He has to take that mask off. Really wipe that sweat off his head. Oh, you know it's sweater. Put that mask right back on. Um, meanwhile, the shocker retreats to his hideout with new confidence. He's beat the Spider-Man. Now's the time for the exposition. Ah, here we go. He's a former safe cracker. Okay. He invented his vibration gauntlets in jail after being arrested for safe cracking. How did you... What did they give them in jail? Did they literally the like... fucking vulture. The means to make his wings to escape. They've given the shocker the means to blow a damn hole in the wall. <laughs> They're just like, well, here's a CAD computer and a workbench. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... I'm going to be back in 10 minutes. Just uh, d- don't do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, there's some snacks in the fridge. All right, cool. Bye. You know that shoe bummer like 10 years ago and he like failed? It's like when he goes to jail, them giving him shoes and hinting that there's compartments in the shoes, in the heel. But well, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> well, there is a little bit of space underneath the heel there. You know, just enough, uh, you could probably put a bomb underneath there. Not that we would. We would definitely not tell you to put a bomb under there, but you could. I can find the glycerin behind <laughs> the kitchen. Is, is Doc Ock next to him? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'd probably give him fucking means to make more and more arms. He's <laughs> just there, like, creating, like, four shoes at a time, and, like, Doc Ock's like, see, I am the most superior being because I make four times the amount of shoes <laughs> that you do in one singular minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, Doc, the uh, prosthetics lab, the prison's <laughs> prosthetics lab is down the hall. <laughs> Have a blast. Like there's place there's police officers in there like asking how come their new prosthetic arm has like ray gun attachments. <laughs> it's just KF- it's just like each finger is a KFC spork. <laughs> we haven't heard of the good doctor in a while. Actually, where is the good doctor? What is he up to? At least I think it's about 13 issues, so it's not that long. It's not lizard long, but that's pretty lengthy 
like stay. That is especially with how how prominent of a role he's he's had up till now. Mm. Um. So they let the shocker invent invent his uh, vibration gauntlets in jail. They helped him escape and continue robbing banks. Initially, they were it was just a vibration power, so he could put his hands on the side of a safe and kind of channel vibrations through it. Do you want to like, lock it silently? Ah, okay, like vibrate the pins and that. But they're clearly fucking weapons now. <laughs> he cranked it. He cranked it up to eleven, mate. <laughs> he made his he made his cushion suit somehow. That I this fucked me right off. He was like. All I need to do is add a permanent power pack to my suit and I'll be ready to go. I'm like, there is no battery that lasts 24 hours, especially if you're channeling that much fucking energy. Does he have the Hadron Force Collider <laughs> wrapped <laughs> around his crotch? His, 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 his belt is actually like a really tiny fusion loop. <laughs> There's like <laughs> atoms flying around him as we speak. The shocker is a, he's ready to blow. He could be an atom bomb with that power. But no, he has this permanent battery, a lifetime battery power pack on his belt. I would not put a lifetime fucking battery that powers that much energy on my belt next to the junk. Oh, the crown jewels, nowhere. That is a very mm. South Park balls next to the microwave situation. <laughs> Just going to look out to Stan. As soon as it clicks in, it's like, it's like click infertile. <laughs> just like click done everything <laughs> stops working you know the, the thing that pisses me off about pretty much every character in these comics is that they always use their powers in the most stupidest ways like as we said spider-man could earn funds in numerous numerous ways shaka has invented a lifetime power pack and he's not selling that he's not patenting it or anything the thing is, he's using his power rung as well. He should be stealthy. Use the vibrations to nullify sound. It's like noise cancelling. You can fucking get right around anywhere. He's in a big cushion suit. Santa Claus goddamn boots. He can sneak around anywhere silently. Like a cat. You know, he, look at his boots. He's got the St. Nicholas boots and you know you can't hear St. Nicholas coming to your house. That's what it is because he's got such a soft... Because he's got such a soft outfit. The, the, the sound just bounces off of him, it? That's what it is. Very goodly. Very quickly. Um, the vibration, again, it's like noise cancelling. All he has to do is do the noise cancelling, slide around a bit, unlock the safe silently and get out. He'd be like the ultimate boom operator. But now he's here punching holes in goddamn walls and making a scene. Mate, imagine how grisly his powers could actually be because all he would need to do is just hold someone's head and dead, like dead. Instantly. Marvel Max needs uh, their Max line, need a shocker comic. To go along with the Punisher, eighteen rated. Like, like he could put his finger up your nose and kill you. Yeah, he could really fuck you up. Like legit. Catching up with Peter Parker, he's meeting his aunt May at the station. He did finance a, hol- a little getaway for her a few issues ago. She's come back now. Ah, uh, yes, that's how come he was at the uh, the train station whilst the con- whilst the uh, the Connors were there, weren't they? Mhm. And the the pair catch up. Uh, Pete reveals, "I've had an offer from Harry Osborne." And no, it's not to it's not to suck him off for five pound. It's uh <laughs> it's not to boys blow either. It's uh to move in with him. I just like your aunt's been on a holiday and it's not like you have a nice time. It's like by the way, about me, <laughs> here's what I've been up to. <laughs> but she cuts back with a retort, you're always going to move out myself, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> 
But again, uh, May is moving out with Anna Mae Watson. This is Mary Jane Watson's aunt. And uh, that she's been trying to dig her claws into Aunt May for a while. Yeah, there is something really weird going on there. I ain't going to get into it, but it is not normal. But yeah, the whole issue seems to be resolved. Pete drops Aunt May off at the next door neighbour, Anna's house. It's Anna's house where she's moving into. And of course, they bump into Mary Jane Watson. Oh God, I can't take any more of her fucking jive talk. <laughs> Funnily, there is quite a lot of drive talk, but I've decided to just fucking flat out ignore it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, there's a seat, they go basically, they go to the diner where they all head, the Silver Spoon Diner, to celebrate the big news that Pete's moving out. Oh, okay. Um, they go in, they see Gwen Stacy dancing, and Pete is surprised by her beauty. She's like, oh, fucking hell, Gwen, woo. <laughs> <laughs> he's just preparing for that four-way later on isn't it and he uh he wonders why he's so surprised um they catch up with flash thompson and harry and uh mary jane does the whole dad thing and i love to party and uh pete says can i uh split a two scoop ice cream with you mary mary jane and uh she says no i'm too busy dancing and you can't dance because you're you your arm so uh no i'm just gonna stand here and dance you, you have your ice cream <laughs> <laughs> sad ice cream moment Pete's happy to leave by the way he uh, wants to go and look for the shocker and he also needs to kind of pack his stuff to move out so he gets turned down to have a two scoop ice cream and instantly sulks no he doesn't sulk he's like okay bye <laughs> Ruff, it's not very neutral he seems to be smart. <laughs> I can imagine he's just like alright then fuck you then more ice cream for me <laughs> and uh, yeah he needs to pack his stuff to move out and he kind of wanted to find the shocker yeah that's fair enough. It's like I've got more better things to be doing in my time. Like if I'm gonna strike, if I'm gonna strike out, I'm gonna strike out against the shocker. If you remember correctly, mate, he has been followed this entire time by Patch. Jesus Christ! Like, like the diner's full of like, these really hip young kids all dancing, and there's this fucking <laughs> slovenly latex mask slammed against the goddamn. <laughs> There's condensation across the windows. There's just him and his face against it, huffing. <laughs> no, he's just sitting in the corner, like 90 degrees, just like proper stern, upright, doing nothing. Like a, a very voyeuristic leather face. <laughs> Someone asks him if he wants to, if he wants the uh, the menus. He's just like, I'm just looking. <laughs> Before we get into it all, Patch is also smoking, which he's wearing a mask. And I'm assuming this mask is latex or rubber. That That's not a good idea. Imagine if it melts, sticks to his face. Then we'd have another villain on our hands because that's literally <laughs> the, the origin story of at least three villains in this. This is the most... We, we've described Patch as horrifying quite a lot. He could make it very horrifying if he wanted to. Patch, he looks like a real man as well. Yeah. You know, he's starting to look like this. It's like Fred Foswell put about six pounds on. He must get in a fat suit as well. <laughs> like he goes to town, like Mrs. Doubtfire star. <laughs> like, like, like Spider-Man notices being followed and he just turns around. There's a patch there going, hello there. So Patch is, uh, he's following Peter Parker. Pete heads into the alley next to the diner and changes into his Spider-Man gear. Ooh, and he's been seen doing He hasn't been seen getting changed. He has been seen heading into the alley 
as Peter Parker and exiting the alley as Spider-Man by Patch. Oh, so is he putting two, two and two together then? Patch has the evidence seemingly that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and he has put two and two together, but he can't believe it. He cannot believe that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Pete's spidey sense is going mad. There's like fucking alarm bells. He fucking realises that it's gone off and Patch kind of puts it, well, Foswell puts it together. He goes, you're a fucking idiot. I've been wondering where Parker went to and the answer's been staring me in the face all the time. I should have guessed it. Peter Parker isn't, he hasn't disappeared. He is there because he is Spider-Man. I mean, anyone could have fucking guessed that. It's just like, Oh man, it's, everything about it is so fucking stupid. The best thing would have been if he was just speaking out loud, like, Farswell, you're a genius, and he swallowed his <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> just said, coughing in the shadows. Farswell, you're a goddamn genius. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like, if he's like lurking in the shadows, smoking, wouldn't you like smell the smoke and. See the lit cigarette and all that sort of shit. It's it's happened very quickly. So he comes out of the alley. He realizes his mistake. He panics and he has to really think on his feet here. And this is the most big boy Peter Parker ingenious thing I've ever seen. And the fact that Patch fucking falls for it, it means he's not qualified for his damn job. Oh fuck! As an investigative journalist, this is so good though. So. Spider-Man heads back around the fucking alley. <laughs> a lot of hot footsie. It's a boom. <laughs> because he sounds different with his mask on. It genuinely would sound different with his Spider-Man mask on. <laughs> Peter Parker. He literally heads around the corner and fakes a conversation between Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Just by lifting his mask up and down. Yes. I've got some of the fucking money. Like, hey, don't worry, you're gonna get money. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna cheat fucking Spider Man. I'm not gonna cheat Spider Man. You give me my fucking money. <laughs> That's literally what he does. And Patch is just around the corner, nodding his head like, hmm, hmm. It sounds like Spider Man. The reason Peter Parker gets the photos of Spider Man is because he's giving Spider Man the goddamn profits. <laughs> now for the the pisty resistance, mate. The fucking cherry on top. Oh, I hit move it. Patch is like, oh, okay, somebody's up here. He's about to head around the corner and kind of catch this in the act. Pete realizes he can't really exit as one or the other because if he exits exit as Pete, Spider Man's still got to be there. Or if he exits as Spider Man, Pete's still got to be there. And that can't happen. Well, if he exits as Pete, then it's very, it's very possible that Spider Man could have went. Any other fucking direction means he doesn't need to walk. <laughs> because, it, funnily enough, he is, he is the Spider-Man. He could literally leave upwards. <laughs> this is probably my single most favourite Spider-Man moment of all time. Up to this Fuck, that's, that's a big ask, man. Hit me with it, man. No, let me know. Put me out of my misery. So, Spider-Man is like... You gotta beat the shocker, Spider Man. You gotta beat the shocker because we need the pictures. You're like, I will beat the fucking shocker. Don't you fucking worry. I will beat the shocker. Goodbye. Good day. He's like, goodbye, Spider Man. <laughs> God damn it, Parker. You're looking really handsome today. You've been working out. <laughs> you got a hell of a big dick, Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, Peter, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Pete. <sighs> Takes off the 
Spider-Man uniform. Oh, God. He opens the legs of the Spider-Man uniform, webs down both legs. Oh, God, no. he webs up to the waist. He pulls the top over the waist. He webs down, webs the mask, <laughs> seals it off with web, attaches web to it, and fucking flings it into the sky. <laughs> and then he, he walks around the corner. <laughs> and he's like, goodbye, Spider-Man. Just meanwhile, the Spider-Man just hitting off fucking, like, off of walls and stuff. Because, <laughs> because he's made, like, a Spider-Mannequin. <laughs> the Spider-Man just goes into the air and just flies off the web. <laughs> Ragdolling across New York. No, I think it'd be better if Patch is watching and he's just watching his Spider-Man. Just like... You know when you swing something and it starts to lose momentum because it's hit stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be the Spider-Man mannequin just go... <laughs> He's just standing there smoking like, good enough for me, Peter Parker. It's not the Spider-Man. <laughs> Meanwhile, this cardboard cut-out mannequin, like stiff as anything. <laughs> oh my good God. That is genuinely incredible. <laughs> So Pete says, wait, Spidey, you didn't tell me where you're going. Oh, he's always going off without answering. <laughs> Meanwhile, this Spider-Man mannequin is just fucking flying into the night sky. Patch is like, how about that? I was dead wrong. I, I almost made a jackass of myself. What if I did say that Peter Parker was a Spider-Man? How stupid. I could have found out all this stuff. But anyway, I found out how the kid gets his photos. And that's because he's cutting a deal with Spider-Man. That's enough for me. I've seen enough. I've heard it with my own ears, and I've seen it with my own eyes. Peter Parker is not the fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> that is extremely long. Then he starts questioning it. He's like, oh, I'm not going to fight it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it and heard it. There's like an inkling in his head. He's like, his head's going, you better fucking dig. God damn. World's worst investigator journalist right here, folks. Get Louis Theroux on the fucking scene. Just there with his sarky comments. No, he'll just be staring at the floor. He'll be too busy fucking navel gazing or staring at the floor. He'd <laughs> <laughs> just, just be going around like, Peter Parker, why aren't you shaking my hand? Shake my hand. Why won't you shake my hand? <laughs> Pete, is uh, he's walked off. He can't believe his luck. And he's ready to take down the shocker. Sorry, that's a <laughs> So he's ready to take down the shocker. What's more? He now has, he's got both of his arms are all right. One of them's a bit sore. He's he's a bit achy, but he's ready to use both arms in action. Okay, so he's feeling a bit better. Yeah, so he swings around, hears a police radio, and he realises the shocker's robbing a bank. So he jumps him in the midst of robbing a bank. Oh, makes sense. That's probably the best time to get him when he's distracted. He quickly gets caught off guard. Um, the vibroblast knocks him down. He doesn't realise how powerful the shocker is again. Um, he tries to put him in a full Nelson, but what <laughs> do you think happens when you put the shocker in a full Nelson? I don't know. Try and take him, like sleep a hold, trying to choke him. By the time he goes, to, he actually goes to sleep. No, the the shocker just vibrates himself. <laughs> yeah. A girl's best friend, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> he, sh- he shakes Spider Man off him with the vibration. That's how come he's, that's how he's, come he's got all that fucking quoting on me, quoting on him. Man, he's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes him off. Um, Spider-Man actually takes him down very quickly. He realises that all he has to do is web his thumbs together. Oh, damn. 
so we can't press the button. <laughs> That's a fucking cop out. <laughs> That's genius. That is. Never once has he done something like that. He thought, oh, I'll just take the fucking gloves off him. <laughs> it almost makes too much sense. <laughs> like his eyes his eyes come through the mask as well the shocker's eyes <laughs> he looks like you know those like those guys that can literally pop the balls out of their head <laughs> <laughs> and then he hits him in the head and uh webs him up drop game over just like that well the shock the shocker's a fucking shocker mate yeah even in his first appearance he's gonna be the goddamn shocker Job done. Oh, so funny. But Pete heads home and he's got to say his goodbyes to Aunt May for now. They're both moving out. And uh, he's uh, generally quite emotional. He's uh, She's crying into his eyes. And she's just so worried. How will he get food? He's fragile. How the fuck is he going to get a sweater in in winter when it's cold and he's got, he can't get his feet wet? And what if his friends are idiots? And he, you know, he, what if he's doing karate on his own and breaks his neck? Shit like that, genuinely. <laughs> well, he's got he's got Daddy Harry to look after him now, you know. So he's he's looked after. He's he's a kept woman. And uh, that's it. They uh they head out. He heads out on his bike, and he unlocks the door to his new apartment. And it's it's a fucking decent. You only get one little shot of it, but it's a decent. Yeah, place. Like some sweet digs, man. I'd be happy with that. I thought that was a. It's a spider light that kind of surrounds him in an emotional moments. Yeah. I thought it was a Spider-Man rug, and I thought, Harry, that's a bit on the fucking nose, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) You're not. I thought it was a Spider-Man rug. I'm kind of disappointed it's not. (laughs) (laughs) In in, in the canon, he officially has a Spider-Man rug. Definitely. Peter Parker is the kind of guy that buys Spider-Man merch as well. I guarantee it. Uh, but yeah, he gets there. He can't shake the worry. You know, there's a worry that always comes with being a Spider-Man. He feels let down. He doesn't feel good enough. He thinks that, hey, maybe Spider-Man's causing me to get down. and Maybe I can't feel happiness anymore. Man, these last two issues have delved into the right psychological effects of being Spider-Man. Because last issue, it, one of the final panels was consisted of Peter basically asking himself if he's got some sort of power lust. Yeah, he's struggling with yeah, it. Yeah, really is. I think he, he's not struggling with it at the time. It's not the after. He's not thinking about what he's done. He's just like, have you ever had one of those moments where you like come so close to death? And you just like, oh my God, that was so close. And then later on in the day, you reflect upon it. And he's like, holy shit, that was so close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what this is like. Yeah, he's, he's, he says I should be I should be happy. I'm, I've moved out, but something's something is grabbing at him. We don't really know what, but we assume it's Spider Man. But there's something really grabbing at him, and it, it it's ends just, there. It's, it's it's Harry Osborn standing in the in the doorway wearing <laughs> just a thong, just going just going. So we up for this four way or what? And he's got his sun tanning goggles on. Little <laughs> yeah. things. Oh, those those ones that don't even have a strap. They're just held on by pure light. <laughs> Pure, just pure determination. Goddamn, Mister Freeze. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the end of that, and I think that actually turned out into a really decent issue. We we always seem to do really well on the absolutely stupendous ones. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it, mate. Um, any final thoughts whilst we wrap up? Uh, shocker was not as shocking as I was thinking it was going to be, and I'm very shocked at myself that I didn't make a shocker pun. <laughs> And uh, yeah, 
patch retire bitch. Mm. Um, not very good from him. Um, Jameson, um, it, we would appreciate if he could be a bit more politically correct. That would be um, nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. And uh, yeah, that's it for this one. Pete's moved out. Next time he battles with Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter, of course, pissed off that Pete has bought uh, a, like a bear rug without consulting him. Without consulting him? Yeah, he didn't consult Craven the Hunter. I've made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say that. No, that that is the sort of thing that you no, do expect. I wish that was the plot of the next issue. That Craven the Hunter was pissed off at Peter Parker for not buying his black market bear skin for the floor of his new apartment via Craven the Hunter. I'd imagine that he's still got a market in the Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but that's it for now. You can find us at Spidey Podcast on yep. Twitter. And uh, reach out. We do, we always love hearing off you. And uh, thank you for all, all the kind things you share with us. Um, we'll read some out be- uh, in time, I think. I think we should do that. We should oh, that definitely. Twitter stuff out. Um, but yeah, you the best place to get us is on the Twitter, at Spidey Podcast. And uh, yeah, we do have an email, but um, we haven't received any emails. On not, it. Not, not, a, not a one. <laughs> Everyone communicates with us via Twitter. We do get quite a fair few um, tweets and DMs. So thanks for that. Um, I guess emailing a thing anymore for yeah, us they- anyway. The geezers are quite a uh, quite active community, to be fair. Yeah, I, I say that, but we've sort of just bolted ourselves onto side of a of a different kind of community, so it's sort of already there. Yeah. So uh, thanks very much, guys. Um, we'll catch you next week, and uh, yeah, keep enjoying Spidey Podcast and Spider Man. It's a shocker. <laughs> See you later, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>